Hello, everybody, and welcome to our new Echo episode. It's Miriam for today's topic, and that is about comfort zone. We hear a lot this word, comfort zone, get out of your comfort zone. Let's discuss it a bit. As an old English proverb dating back to the, to the 16th century says, nothing ventured, nothing gained. This means that if you don't engage in new experiences, we don't gain new perspectives. And this still holds true today. From the ancient sailors who weathered storms to explore new lands, to the modern digital entrepreneurs who's built remote online businesses, life continues to reward those who venture into the unknown. Why, you may be wondering, because they're the ones who are willing to get uncomfortable. They're the ones who've embraced discomfort and troubles. Like a warm, familiar embrace, a comfort zone is basically activities and behaviours which form a consistent routine. It can be both encouraging and confining. So it goes to wearing your beloved jumper every Friday or staying home for the whole weekend with no planning a thing or walking with your dog every Saturday or maybe even taking the same road to go to college or to work. So all those activities that are repeatedly done goes inside your comfort zone. So with, with, with easy terms, you can say that it is the act that causes the routine. That's it. So while this comfort zone encourages composure and calm, it can also inhibit growth. To make the most of our lives, we must learn to balance those forces. When they're handled well, we can push past personal boundaries to achieve and develop while still keeping a relaxing space in our mind to retreat to when we need to retort or contemplate after a long, tiring day. So, what I learned recently, and I really was fascinated with it, is that Comfort zone is not only a word that we see in quotes on Facebook and Instagram or something like a trendy word that it is uh, well common between youth and friends and neighbours or on social media only. No, it is in fact in psychology also. Psychology has taken care of it as an emotion and an estate. So its proper definition in psychology is a state in which things fam feel familiar to a person and they are at ease or perceive they are in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress and fear. In this zone, a steady level of performance is possible. Bartwick defines the term as a behavioral state where a person operates in an anxiety-neutral position. While Brown describes it as where our uncertainty, scarcity and vulnerability are minimized, where we believe we'll have enough access to love, food, talent, time and also admiration, or where we feel we have some control. According to Dr. Abigail Brenner, a San Francisco-based psychiatrist, a comfort zone is a psychological and an emotional behavior construct that defines the routine of our daily life that implies familiarity, safety, and security. 
While we've mostly heard our teachers and coaches or other motivators encourage us to push our boundaries and try activities outside our usual limits, there are compelling reasons to both stay in and leave in this comfort zone. So what I've learned recently from it that it is not a thing that is common or a trendy word or something you can brag with or be ashamed of. No, not at all. We can we can take an example of, um, for example, daily uh, having this walk in the park with your family or maybe having um, coffee every day or maybe even exercising once a week. So all those things goes inside the circle of your comfort zone. Let's imagine it's a circle and it's filled with activities that you're so comfortable with doing it. It's called now your comfort zone. Outside of it, there is risk zone and then learning zone. So if the circle of your well-beloved activities is so narrow, chances are you have a very small comfort zone. But if it's really wide and free and so big and so large, then chances are you have a large comfort zone and also a large amount of experience and friends. Why not friends? So basically, as everything, of course, this comfort zone have pros and cons. So... What possibly could be the pros and the cons, you might be wondering. Because when we hear comfort, we only imagine the positive. We only think and settle for positive things. Well, we'll forget out about it. First of all, there's drawing on experience. When you choose to stay in your comfort zone, you participate in familiar activities, you perform tasks you've completed repeatedly, and likely with a track record of success. Staying in your comfort zone allows you to draw on experience you've gained from past performance in areas you undoubtedly know well. Well, what does that really mean? This means that when you do those things you're uh, familiar with, you are just no stress, so normal, you have that experience of them, so you do them well. That also boosts your confidence. While new experiences can cause pause and trepidation and fear, keeping in one's comfort zone inspires confidence and also limits anxiety. When you've succeeded in the past on a task, it promotes a healthy self-assurance in addressing similar undertakings in the future. And this leads us, of course, to minimizing risk as a third, as a, as a third pros. When we tackle familiar tasks and situations, we are aware of the risk and we know how to avoid them or at least deal with them. So familiar activities tend to be less risky than the unknown ones or new ones. It also expanding less energy for routine tasks. If an activity is inside the circle of a comfort zone, chances are that you can complete it quickly and easily without too much forethought or planning. The ease of routine tasks frees up more time and mental energy for addressing challenging work. Without a doubt, there are convincing reasons to respond or to spend this time 
However, breaking free of this construct can also be enticing. So this means that, in simple words, doing those easy tasks will just make us gain a lot of time and more energy to do a lot more and better. Well, but it can't be all white. It must be black and white. So the cons of this comfort zone or staying it too much is holding back. If one stay in a comfort zone for too long, it can make it complacent. If, for example, someone don't perform activities that somewhat scares or challenges them or just cause them a little bit of stress, they miss out on growth opportunities and maybe connections or good relationships or um, acquaintances, friends, uh, skills. Why not? Uh, I can quote in physics Isaac Newton's first law of motion that dictates that a body at rest will remain at rest unless an outside force acts on it, and a body in motion will remain in motion unless act upon by an outside force. Translated to comfort zone, or translated to simple words, you can't make progress by keeping still, and that is true. And there is also another proverb that is well known, no pain, no gain, so no risk, no reward. Perhaps it's an overused phrase, but for good reasons. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, as I said before. If you don't try something new, you won't succeed at anything new. Big rewards actually comes to those willing to take risks, even if they aren't large ones. How is that? So, if for example, for someone, it is too risky to be in a social group and have a conversation or debates or share opinions, or they are too shy of doing it, this can be risky for them. So, by taking a step of getting outside of it, it will enlarge this comfort zone and make it a lot better for them. Well, this goes to also another pros, not learning new skills. If you only work on Korean strengths, you neglect the chances to develop new skills. In taking on risk, you work on new skills and spend time improving relative weaknesses. So, for example, if someone wants to learn Spanish or to learn cooking, the easiest way to it is to join actual groups that do these things, to have fun, to learn this skill, and also to develop one's personality or character or resume. It depends on what you want to do. So, if this person is too attached to the past self, or what it used to be, or what it used to do, or that routine, it won't help. It won't help learning something new. Or, for example, if someone is too shy of uh, public speaking or just stress about it. I mean, who doesn't stress about public speaking? So if someone is not willing to take that risk of being perhaps embarrassed or too shy or too stressed or have heartbeats or sweating hands, uh, red cheeks while speaking to a public explaining a project or an idea, if, if you do not take a risk, who's going to do it for you? If you don't take that little step, no one's going to do it for you. Do you get me? That it is. There must be a certain level of life to improve ourselves, 
to to grow, to learn, to try something new, to add to our growth, and of course to our persona in general. There's also missing the opportunity to make your comfort zone bigger. So how is that? As I said, let's imagine the comfort zone being a circle while there is all the activities you're familiar with and used to do. Outside of that circle, there is another larger circle that engulfs it inside. Let's name it risk zone, where there are uh, probably things you're afraid of doing, ashamed of doing, embarrassed or feel stressed about them. And outside of those two circles, there is a larger circle that engulfs them engulf them both and it's called learning zone so this zone is just after the risk you're too comfortable and then you start taking risky stuff or risky opportunities or dangerous ones and then you start to learn and this is how life goes of course we won't be saying we won't be asking or demanding for someone to switch their job to the dream job overnight this is logically uh, impossible. It can't be done overnight. Things must be done step by step. So one of the most compelling reasons to push outside of your personal or usual boundaries is to stretch discomfort zone. When you take a risk, embrace some discomfort and doubt and succeed, you not only improve your overall skill set, but you boost your confidence. This is what we want. Self-confidence, self-assurance. The more you try challenging activities, the more normal those tasks become to you, broadening your comfort zone to larger and larger dimensions. To make the most of the comfort zone in your life, you must learn to balance time in and outside of it. For personal growth, of course, it's necessary to take risk and endure some ego discomfort, perhaps. However, it's also important to spend time healing and contemplating in the nurturing environment of this comfort zone. Being aware of this uh, comfort zone or boundary is a great first step. And as time passes, you can expand that space to embrace more activities and experiences. So let's take an example. Driving. Driving is scary. I mean, who's not afraid of driving? I suppose all of us. I am afraid of driving. <laughs> So, and if I would uh, take the risk of learning or apprehending the code and then trying to, to drive with a mentor and have my driving license, who would do it to me? No one. I mean, it's not like I can have that, that card of driving license and that my sister passed the test or my brother passed. No, I have to do it myself. Just like exams. I mean, everyone wants an A grade, but who's really working for it? Mm, really a few. Really a few students. So it has to go slowly, like revising lessons, asking teachers, doing exercises, checking on YouTube if there is any information you're not understanding, and keeping up with the same level of work. Not overdoing it or leaving everything the day after exams, and not also overdoing it. Like six hours per day is doing all the modules you have and revising nonstop, not taking a break. No, this is would cause this would cause burnout 
or breakdown in the middle of the semester. And this is what we want. What we want with work is to push ourselves, to um, encourage ourselves, to gain confidence, to win, to grow, to learn, to apprehend, to acquire new skills. And that it is what we want. So there is an anecdote I remember from high school. There was this French teacher that uh, told us to do a project and present it in front of school. And I was so scared and shy. I, I used to be a very, 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 very shy person, almost close to myself and to my shell. And I handed her the script, I mean, what I have done on in, in, in paperwork. And I said, teacher, please, can I just just give you the paper not presented in front of class because I'm too shy and I can't do it and it would cause me stress and blah blah and she was like no 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 no, young woman you've got to do it you must you must come to a point where you beat this stress and do it and I was like no please no she insisted on me doing it so I did. <laughs> it was scary standing in front of whole class, like 40 or 44 pair of eyes glaring at me while I was just speaking alone. And when I started, I stuttered a bit. So they would all laughing at me and that made it worse. So the teacher was in the back and she nodded her head and um, communicated with her eye that I should carry on. And then I carried on a bit stressed, trying to avoid their eyes, trying to look somewhere so I won't be shy. But in fact, I was feeling it. I was shy. I had blood through my cheeks. I had sweat in hand. Oh, my heart was beating so fast. I could feel like it, it's going to, to jump out of my chest. But eventually after this, it was just so great. When I finished it, it was like all the stress vanished away. And this is what I wanted you to do. Each one of you, all of you, everyone who wants to learn and grow, you must take baby steps every day to make it just as easy as possible, to make it worth it in the end. So one day, I mean, when, when someone reached their 50s or 60s or, or even more, they are proud of what they were to, what they were like as a young person, or what they acquired and learned as skills and opportunities, or the connections they made, or the friend they had, or the partner they chose. Why not? So, and also, of course, while doing this, I won't be asking to overdo it. No, we won't. We don't want that because when someone pushes too much more than what they can. It would be dangerous. You wouldn't, you wouldn't sacrifice your, I know, for example, your nap or your, um, night at home just to go see a friend or just to go and buy something. No, if it is good for you and your mental health and physical health, do it. Do not push yourself. And yeah, that's it. So all we have to say is that baby steps count a lot. It is, in fact, important to learn and grow outside this comfort zone and for such a matter i encourage everyone to try to do it because when i did it was amazing 
it was really amazing and I'm still on working on it. I mean, it's never over. On this, our lovely audience, my episode has come to an end. I'll tell you to walk daily, take care of yourself and drink a lot of water.